Hello, San Pedro Podcast, episode 95. Hey, I'm Amanda. And I'm Jess. And this is the Hello San Pedro podcast. Join us as we talk with locals, community leaders, business owners, and people like us who love all things San Pedro. Every week, we'll explore San Pedro's deeply rooted culture, discuss local issues, and spread good vibes. Let's get into it. everyone. Welcome back to the Hello San Pedro podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Amanda Silva. Hi guys, I'm Jess, your other co-host. And we have reached the end of 2022. Can't believe it. Yes. <laughs> um, we've asked a few people to contribute to this episode, but first we, you know, Jess and I kind of wanted to do a little recap of our own. Um, Jess, do you remember when I, I think you asked, you slid into my DMs in 2020? That sounds right. Yeah, I think it was 2020. And then we finally got together in 2021. Yes. And I had just taken a job. So yes. we're like, cool, not right now. Um, and then in 2022, this year is when we finally got together. I think it was shortly after the new year in January when you like were like, I'm ready. Yeah, and just to paint a picture what was happening for me right around that time, I knew I wanted to leave my full-time job, um, and I wanted to really carve out time to prioritize the podcast, um, and that was really because of uh, Sanam, for those of you who don't know, she is the creator of Eat in San Pedro, um, but also Romy, um, mm-hmm. our local historian who passed away earlier this year, which we'll get to. But because they were, they kind of, um, they kind of did a little intervention on me. Mm-hmm. They were like, hey, come meet us for burritos. <laughs> and then I got there and they were like, cool. So whatever you're doing right now, you need to figure it out because we need the podcast back. And it was really helpful because I was like, in you know, at the time I was like, well, I haven't done it in a couple years. And, you know, no one's, I mean, there's been a few messages to say like, hey, we miss you, whatever. But I mean... They were really like, we need the podcast back. The community needs it. We have things to do, you know? Mm-hmm, right. And I was, that was really motivating for me. I still needed to get my ducks in a row, but I think you were my next text because I knew you could help with that. Yeah. I was excited too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I think we started all the planning and I think in February, right? And then we like got together and we started did. working on stuff, Yeah, got our things in a row and... Yeah, there were a couple of meetings, yeah, in front of Ojas, and mm-hmm. then nailing it down. I think we had our like first lineup of guests set up, and all we were looking for was a recording space. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, Rock and Palm Realty Boutique over here um, opened up his doors for us. So mm-hmm. that's been great. That was an incredible invite, and thank you so much, Rock, if you're listening. We appreciate you. Yeah, this has been a really excellent recording space, even just for like locale. Like it's in downtown, right across from Ojas. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. And right in between there, which is really, really sad, but right in between there, um, we lost we lost a good one. We lost Angela Romero. She died in April. And it's kind of weird to think about doing it was very weird for me to think about continuing the podcast without her because she was such a huge supporter 
in the beginning mm-hmm. and before I ever did it. Um, so it is really weird to think of her not with us. Um, she was such a like major, you know, um, staple in the whole reasoning of you bringing it back. And mm-hmm. so for me to have like, A, never met her, but also like thinking, oh, this is how it's going to continue, you know, yeah. like there's always going to be this amazing person to sound off. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, you know, change happens, but like that's a big change to adjust to. And even for San Pedro as a community, I think that a lot of people felt that when we lost her. It was mm-hmm. like, whoa, how are we going to navigate? I know so many people that wish, you know, they could text her and get use her as a sounding board mm-hmm. for so many things. She had this like very sound like wisdom mm-hmm. and um also very down to earth and she kind of had this like blatant you know she would say things how they how she saw it Mm -hmm. you know and for me that was always appreciated um she also could provide multiple perspectives on the on a situation so not having her around anymore has been very interesting i know not just for me but for a lot of people for the whole community as a whole yeah Yeah. and then we relaunched in june we did we even threw a little party we did (laughs) that was a lot of fun It was the first time I got to see your other life as an event pl- event planner. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and then me as a um, like burned out event planner oh, in as the a burned of the out day. host at the end when you're like, ah. <laughs> I was like, it's too hot. I'm done. <laughs> that was so fun. It yeah, was, I was like, so I need great. Food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was really cool to see people in person. Like mm-hmm. you know, as a podcast, it's just us. And, um, you know, it's just us and our guests. And then it kind of just feels like we're sending things out into mm-hmm. time and space, not really sure if people are listening, you know. Right. But um, seeing people in the flesh at our party was really cool because we had listeners, we had guests, we yeah. had everybody there, just supporters. Um, and it was really cool to gather everybody up. And I would love to, to do that again next year. <laughs> An <laughs> annual party. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm down. Um, yeah, it was such a good, uh, fun year for me. Also, like being able to um, put faces to all of the names of people that you had mentioned and everything throughout the process. So that was really cool to like meet everyone. And I think that's just been the theme for 2022 is like just being able to explore a little bit more in San Pedro and being able to actually like be in person at many of the events. Mm-hmm. For example, First Thursday came back this mm-hmm. year, that's which was so great. True. That's so true. We had been in our COVID bubble as a community for so long. That's when you moved into the community. And that's kind of when we met. I remember mm-hmm. we were wearing masks, you know, mm-hmm. like the first few times that we met. And that that's so interesting to think back on now, you know. Um, and now many of us are like vaccinated and boosted and mm-hmm. all that. And so we still have protection. I got COVID for the first time this year. Um, actually on my birthday in October. <laughs> so that was no fun. Lost taste and smell. Um, and then I think the worst part was just like being stuck in a room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That was probably the worst part. But what an interesting time we're living in. I know, right? Mm-hmm. We're like slowly coming out of what seems like this sort of slumber. But yeah. yeah. And it's been invigorating to see the energy kind of come back up in the town. Totally. And you know what? I want to talk a little bit about how we kicked off You know, when we launched the podcast, we focused on small, like, vendors, 
literally pop-up vendors that have been popping up all over, you know, and really came out of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. People had lost their jobs for, um, you know, a lot of people, they lost their jobs or they were like, I need to be home with my kids or because, you know, schools were shut down too. Mm -hmm. And they had a lot of creativity and it was really cool to see the vendors, makers, artisans like come out of the woodwork and start selling their craft. I know that was really cool. And Mm -hmm. being able to interview them and get to hear their stories on a one-on-one level was really awesome. Definitely. One of the things that I made a change for, or just a conscious thing that I've tried to do throughout the year ever since we launched was really like, you know, I questioned why am I spending so much money at like Target or Marshalls or these other stores Mm -hmm. buying what I could buy from Mm -hmm. these vendors. So I told myself, if I know a small vendor that makes this product, then I'm going to buy it from them. Right. So I kind of made like a a vow, like a little vow that it's like, all right, I'm buying gifts from my small vendors. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's been amazing. Everybody loves those gifts. Mm -hmm. It's been really nice. And we have such a variety. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are there any episodes that really stand out to you from the year? Okay, so I think because we're talking about the vendor series that we did, um, the one that stands out for me is the one with Brenda and Mm -hmm. Salsa Chingona and her sister Bea. Mm -hmm. Um, I think listening to her story was such an inspiration and really was like what catapulted the theme for the rest of of all the episodes that we've done thus far, even Mm -hmm. if it wasn't related to the vendor series, was just how inspiring everyone's story really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, She was definitely one that had um, a job loss in the pandemic. And every it really just took one comment, I think, of somebody eating her salsa. It was like, if you sold this salsa, I would buy yeah. it. No. And I thought that, yeah, that was incredibly inspiring. Yeah. You know what's interesting? She hasn't, I think she's going to reach a year in February mm-hmm. of her doing this. Mm-hmm. And she was already like on Kiss FM. I think they yeah, had interviewed her. Like, yeah, they've done like TV spots on her. There's I been know. so many features on it's her. It's amazing. And it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Another thing that happened this year that was kind of a big deal was um, was the vendor that was harassed in our community. Oh, and right. to kind of see how everybody came out in support of that vendor. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this was a year, I mean, we went through a lot in 2020, right? I mean, just on a like national level and a global level. Like mm-hmm. there was a lot of hate and we had to address a lot of that. Um, and I feel like our community didn't skip a beat when it came to, you know, someone being harassed in this community, mm-hmm. especially for something on the basis of like race mm-hmm. or, um, you know, or status in the community. So I think it was really cool to see the community come together. Yeah, that street was like, and address it. Yeah, right. you were there, and mm-hmm. so you saw the street like packed, blocked packed. off. Yeah, <laughs> felt like a celebration in a way totally. of just like support. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We both did conquer the bridge for That's the first right. time. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I'm gonna pull up our Instagram just so we have a reference here. But we both did conquer the bridge for the first time. How did you like it? That was so nice and so much fun. It was great to see you. I spotted um, Tim McCosker, too, mm-hmm. along the way. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple others, too. But, yeah, it was amazing. Like, I had such a great time. I'm glad we did that. We Me, need, too. That we need was, to make it an annual thing. I know. And we'll get into our resolutions in just a minute. Um, but, yeah. So, speaking of Tim McCosker, we had the elections. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm going to be honest with you. When I started the podcast, I was not trying to get anybody... 
like major on here. I was like, nope, it's chill. We're like low key. I'm just going to interview people I know. Right. <laughs> um, but it was really awesome to kind of reach out to um, the council member can- candidates for this uh, for the CD15 district. Mm-hmm. And we actually had both of them on the podcast. And it was really cool to hear from them like directly, get their story, really get um, a vibe of their personality and who they are and what they stand for. And yeah. that was really cool. And I feel like that's, um, that for me, that's a huge milestone. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would never call up like the mayor or anything like that, you right. know, and I just feel like getting a councilman, you know, on board on the podcast is a big deal. Yeah. And, um, so we're really excited too about count the new councilman and we're mm-hmm. happy to see what he, has up his sleeve. I mean, I think no matter who it was, we were we were always going to be enthusiastic, mm-hmm. um, and always going to be someone who can be a part of the solution and not part of the divide. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, there is more I want to talk about on the divide, but mm-hmm. we can get into it in a minute. Um, I, we had some pretty amazing. Yeah, we had, we had some pretty amazing guests, and a lot of big things happened. A lot of big things on um, a personal level. Has anything happened for you? Yeah, I would say um, so being able to explore San Pedro a lot more now in person, like I felt like I finally popped that bubble and was coming out a lot more first Thursdays, but traveling like that was something my husband and I always enjoy doing. Mm -hmm. And so this was the first year we were able to do that since the pandemic to really be able to take advantage. So we went to Portugal for a whole month, for a whole month. Do you remember that? It looked amazing. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was great. And you took care of like, well, I mean, in the sense that you really like kept it going, you know, throughout the whole um time and it was fun it was great to I did wonder trip. how the heck I did it before <laughs> um you know I'm yeah I think that's great that you guys found time to travel and I think it's so important too you mm-hmm. know especially when you're in a small community and tight-knit like it's it's important to get away and to feel like you're in a new place and mm-hmm. explore so that's really cool yeah it was a nice little vacation it was good mm-hmm. um how about you for personally um personally well personally I feel like it's been a lot about personal growth Mm -hmm. so I mean this was a big year for me I you know going to a part-time job from a full-time job was a huge adjustment but I mean my within my family we've been able to make it work Mm -hmm. and it has made such a difference in my personal life and um, I'm really grateful for that change on top of that you know I got a therapist and you know I just felt like I really addressed a lot of things that were on the back burner for me because you know it's easy to put yourself last Mm -hmm. so I feel like this was a big year of personal growth Mm -hmm. um speaking of something was what was one of your favorite episodes that we've done thus far um, I was thinking about that when I asked you and I totally didn't have an answer because I really loved so many of our, our episodes. So like one of the first ones that are coming to mind is like Bodega Raval. He was one of the, actually he was, he was the first, first one that he we was. had back and I really loved his story. I really loved his story of why he started it, how he started it. I loved how he kind of painted the picture of downtown, like I think he was in Barcelona, mm-hmm. like Spain, and, you know, getting tapas. And I really envisioned having something like that down here. Yeah. And I feel like that's what this is about. That's what the podcast is about. It's like 
all coming together to like literally envision things and make things happen for the community. Um, yeah, and he, I mean, what an awesome guy. And his food is delicious. Oh my goodness. And he was at our party, and of course, he like made sure I was eating. <laughs> He was just like, here you go. You're not eating. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah. shoved food in my face. I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> um, another one that stands out to me, um, honestly, was Restoration Project. That was a huge one. I was like buzzed with energy listening mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. Um, even like re-listening to it again, because of course we listened to it in the edit <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> and then listening to it again in the car just as a listener. I was so... I don't know. I was just really energized of what he had to say. And I mm-hmm. love what the Restoration Project is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love to see more of that, mm-hmm. you know, um, just more of that. Whether it means that project is growing or whether we have more similar projects, I don't know. But I yeah. love what, what's happening there. Right. Yes. No, I agree. I That was very inspiring. That nonprofit series in general was mm-hmm. really good, too. Yeah. Um. So... Do you have any lessons for the year that you've walked away from, learned? You know what? One of the lessons that I've learned is that I think I think the biggest thing that I've been able to kind of do and adopt the mentality of is that it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm. Um, and kind of just like how we how we get together and how we do this together. You know, yes. we both have lives outside of this. This project doesn't really pay us. It doesn't mm-hmm. at all. Um, everything goes back into the podcast. So, you know, I, I think that the biggest takeaway for me is like everything in grace, you mm-hmm. know? Like if all you can do is show up, that's all you can do, you know? Right. And I think that... Um, there's always somebody coming through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that it doesn't have to be like all or nothing. And I think I talked to you a little bit more about that. But it doesn't have to be all or nothing. You right. know, if this is just whatever that can come out. Yes. It'll, it'll be fine. It'll be accepted. And, you know, this is the supported podcast, which is yeah. really cool. That's yeah. it. I mean, I think one thing you've taught me in being in your company a lot more often is grace. Like Mm. when I've heard you say that so many times over and it's just so true and you apply it so easily to like a lot of people, you just like give them a lot of grace. So I think that was one that I'm now adopting fully and like I'm trying to like share with other people as well. Mm -hmm. Um, With the podcast in mind, uh, determination and perseverance, I think – if I were to be doing this on my own, I would have been like, oh, this is a little hard. Okay, goodbye, you know, and walk away. Yeah. I think having you as a partner, as an accountable mm-hmm. person to hold, or a person to hold me accountable. Um, and even in the times when it's like, okay, yeah, how many more hours do I have to listen to myself talk, <laughs> you know, and cut myself, cut all those things out. Right. Um, it it's been it's been a reminder to be like, just stick with this. You actually are enjoying this whole process and it's teaching you this lesson. I agree. And I feel like when there's times that I, you know, that I just don't have it together personally and I'm like, girl, I haven't done anything. You know, you're there to be like, don't worry, I can do it, Mm -hmm. you know, and vice versa. Yes. Yeah. And it's really nice having a partner. And I think that's probably some, one of the biggest lessons I've learned is that I don't have to do it by myself, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the reason I was able to do it by myself before was really just because I had a burst of energy and then I couldn't, I just, it wasn't sustainable. Mm -hmm. It was not sustainable by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm really looking forward to seeing this grow. 
um, beyond you and me yeah. and maybe getting a team together. And um, I think that's probably in the future. Yes, definitely. Speaking mm-hmm. of future, are there any goals for you in the new year that you're aiming for and or for the podcast and for the community? Personally, I have a lot. Um, <laughs> we don't have to get into all of those, but they are all on the self-improvement trajectory. Um, but also like home goals, getting my home in order and um, for the podcast, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it grow. Um, we just got our first ever merch, and so I'm very excited to have that available for purchase, whether it's at a pop-up or whether it's just on our website. Mm-hmm. I am looking forward to just seeing things grow within our podcast. Um, yeah, and there, of course, there's specifics on that, which we've talked about. Yeah. Um, what about for you? Do you have any goals? Um. Yes, I think similar personal growth. I think you've inspired me a lot. I would love to get back into therapy. Um, I Also physical, just being a little bit more active than what I've been for the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I feel like there's 2020, 2022 was this awakening year. Mm-hmm. And then the following year, I wanted to be more of a, all right, now let's get moving, you know, like yeah. let's get going. Yeah. So yeah, I think personal growth is a big one on a personal level. And then for the podcast, obviously, yes, we want it to grow. We want it to like continue to do well, mm-hmm. get to as many ears as possible so that people can really hear about their neighbors and such. I think that would be one thing I'd love to focus that we've talked about we want to focus on mm-hmm. growing the team too. What are some improvements you'd like to see in the community? So, um, because we just finished um, posting our Christmas episode, we heard from the kids, and many of them were saying that they would love to have a community space or more community spaces in which they can hang out with their friends, like go do something, and it's like a lot more people. There's a lot more spirit and energy. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be something that I would love to see as we're all coming out of our doors and like really get going out is to see a lot more of that. That was one of my biggest takeaways with interviewing the kids. Well, first of all, they all love Target. (laughs) That was hilarious. That was really funny. Yeah, like really kids just want a place to gather where they can hang out with their friends. Mm -hmm. They're allowed to hang out because, you know, so many places don't have loitering, right? They don't allow loitering. There's really not any single place you can just drop off your kids and let them hang out for Mm -hmm. for periods of time. Um, That isn't the park, you know what I mean? Because the park can be... The park is great during the daytime, but I mean, I think that there was just a sense of like, I want to go where it's happening, yes. you know? Yeah. And there really isn't a place like that here, mm-hmm. except on first Thursdays, right. maybe right. in downtown, right? Um, kids wanted a place to hang out with their friends and kids wanted a place to hang out and know they're going to run into their friends. That's the other thing. Yeah. Yes. Having a common shared space. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for me, for... Uh, for San Pedro, I would I would love to see that as well. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about too, just because it's been a, like a a lot I've been seeing on you know social media, and of course after the parade and with our new councilman kind of coming out with his official slogan, um, I would love to see more unity within the harbor community, mm-hmm. even the the CD fifteen district. Mm-hmm. I would love to see more unity mm-hmm. um you know at the parade i know you heard of the incident that happened there was a little bit of um kind of hate and some harassment towards um another a neighboring community's mm-hmm. marching band and that's just not acceptable mm-hmm. that's not acceptable here um 
So I, I don't know. I want to look for ways, opportunities, whether it's with us in our podcast or whether it's with, you know, in different ways. I want to find helpful things to do to bring the communities together mm-hmm. and make us a little bit more harmonious. Yes. Um, there's just been this thread, um, this kind of rivalry. And I with with absolute, you know, I get it. I get why it exists. Um, so that being said, I really do have high hopes for the leadership coming in to the council CD15 district. And I want to kind of help in any way I can. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if there's an opportunity, I'm down for it. Yeah, that's a good point. I agree. Like mm-hmm. having more. And then who knows? Like those spaces can now we can have like different areas that we go and explore. Yeah. And it's, you know, kind of like merge the community a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then a highlight for the year. I mean, I feel like a highlight is the most memorable thing. And I feel like that could have been a lot of things personally. But a highlight for the community, I think, has to be like probably the groundbreaking of West Harbor. Yeah. That was a really cool event. Um, but also it was just like you could feel the energy buzzing through the air um, ev- with excitement for the new waterfront. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like, oh my gosh, it's real. It's happening. We're on the new promenade and it's not going to be... It's around the corner. Yeah. You know what Like I mean? it officially became reality now. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. no longer an idea. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so the groundbreaking is a big deal. And I think that kind of highlights what what we're going towards. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It is that thing. It is that light at the end of the tunnel, this tunnel that has lasted years. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to the new waterfront. You know, no no matter how opposed anyone may have been, you know, Portsacol is gone now. Mm -hmm. And it's time that we have something new, you know. So I'm looking forward to it. That's exciting. Um, Now we're going to go ahead and let um, some of our previous guests share some thoughts on the new year and what we have to look forward to. Um, They've all been previous guests on the podcast. We absolutely love them. And we thought they would have something unique to share, um, reflecting on our previous year and looking forward to the next year. So we hope you enjoy. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Hello, San Pedro Podcast and all the San Pedro community. This is Coach Tom Costa. I'm currently the San Pedro Varsity Football Assistant Head Coach. I'm uh, especially proud to be grandpa to my granddaughter, Marley. Uh, You can see me driving around metal recycling, and I'm a bookseller as well. A quick recap of 2022 relevant to the San Pedro community for me was seeing how much building is going on right now. I'm absolutely excited for it. I can't wait until... The West Harbor is built. I can't wait to go see some live shows in my own community. A highlight of the year for me was all the community support that I received uh, for my football team at San Pedro High. We had a 10 and one record this year, but most of all, we had 11 team meals given to us by our own San Pedro community. And I gotta thank my wife, the current honorary mayor of San Pedro, Pam Costa, for helping uh, put a lot of that together. And then just all the support from businesses and parents and community, just it just brought my heart was overflowing with joy. The highlight of the year for me was basically that my wife got to retire from her teaching job from Port of Los Angeles High School. My granddaughter Marley had more Nona time, which is so important because she had a lot of grandpa time. That girl goes to football practice. Anyway, I want to wish everyone in San Pedro a happy new year. and Let's go get this 2023. 
My name is Sanam Lamborn. I am the foodie behind Eat in San Pedro Facebook group and Instagram account. I am also San Pedro Today's food columnist. 2022 was an interesting year for the food industry. Although there was a lot more normalcy in going out to eat, restaurant owners were met with new and expected challenges, such as not being able to find a reliable kitchen and service staff. Also, increased prices for food and products have been a hindrance. In San Pedro, we have also witnessed the closing of many beloved businesses, such as Conrad's Mexican Grill and Utro's. Also, our downtown is still not back to normal as not all the restaurants are open for lunch service. On the bright side of things, I have discovered many new food entrepreneurs in town who have had to reinvent themselves because of loss of jobs. The one lesson that I have learned this year, well, a, well, an ongoing life lesson, to be patient when going out to eat with slow service, inconsistencies, and how long it takes for my order to come out. I have also been reminded about the importance of good customer service and what a difference it makes when dining out. One thing that I would most like to see improved in San Pedro is the variety of food and drinks. I think we all agree that Italian and Mexican food, you know, specifically pizza, sandwiches, tacos, burritos, are well represented here. I'd love to see Spanish tapas, Persian food, Indian, Caribbean, Vietnamese. I'd also love a rooftop bar with good quality craft cocktails. The highlight of the year, I think, it's the fact that pretty much most of our independently owned restaurants survived the hardest part of the pandemic. The highlight of the year for me personally was to meet so many new San Pedro food entrepreneurs who I came across on social media and at the pop-ups. Also, I'm not naming any names, but a certain podcast came back to life from being dormant for a few years. So that's all I've got. Happy New Year. Hello, San Pedro. I'm Nathan Hoff. I'm the pastor at Trinity Lutheran Church here in San Pedro, just up from the hospital, 7th and Broadway, one block east of Weymouth. Quick recap of 2022. Ah, what a year. I guess it was a good year compared to 2021 (laughs) and 2020. Good to welcome people back in person and have a little bit more normalized parish life in our congregation, a little more normalized mission and outreach to the community around us. I'm so grateful for, for that. I'm also on the leadership team of the San Pedro Pastors Fellowship, which includes so many of the clergy leaders and ministry leaders here in our town. And uh, we celebrated Pastor Justice Gormley's retirement. He served faithfully for many years in that role leading us. Now it's a little bit more of a collaborative leadership, but as we look at the congregations of San Pedro, uh, it was a big year of transition and that is marking with um, the Christian movement, at least around the country. Lots of transition, uh, people that were exhausted after after COVID and like so many other professions like teaching and nursing and I'm sure many others, uh, many, many transitions. And so we've been praying for the other congregations in town as they experienced transition. Um, 
so that's a that's a big big thing from this last year 2022 one lesson that I learned this year I think the most important lesson that I'm learning is embedded in the scriptures but also in our experience and it's what I call um, micro solutions for macro problems that is that we have this idea that a big problem needs a big solution. And I'm thinking both civically, um, spiritually, um, globally, personally. Um, So for instance, homelessness is a big issue, macro issue. And we think it must need a macro solution. I mean, our only hope is to um, elect a mayor who who makes this the keynote of her um, agenda, his agenda. Um, And the only you know solutions we're thinking about are ones that come down from on high what i see in the scriptures and in our own experiences that really the way at least i believe god works is by providing micro solutions to macro problems and together it turns into quite a quite a beautiful big solution Um, but it doesn't in a way let us off the hook that the strategy of actually loving your actual neighbor is a pretty brilliant strategy. Um, you can't really love everybody. You can't love the whole world. We can't. God can, but we can't. Uh, but we can love our neighbors. Um, we can care about our local uh, elementary school. We can know the name of our local person experiencing homelessness, possibly. Um, So there's this wonderful insight, I think, of micro solutions for macro problems. It'd be interesting if we got a hold of that. I really see the heart and vision of Hello San Pedro with the same thing, just highlighting kind of what feel like micro, micro initiatives, micro solutions to macro problems. That would be one thing I'd love to see even improved in San Pedro in 2023, that we're not just little, um, you know, peons that wait for direction to come down from on high, but we've all been given a calling as a citizen um, to care about the shared life that we have in San Pedro. Highlight of the community we belong to I'd say the biggest highlight was the celebration of our centennial. Trinity turned 100 years old. Uh, we're turning 100 when a lot of other organizations are as well, including the Temple, Temple Bethel across the street. Um, lots, of, lots of things began 100 years ago, um, and our congregation is one of them. And over so many years and so many challenges, God has been faithful to our congregation. We're grateful for the place that we have in this beautiful community. Personally, a highlight for me uh, has been um, just, I, I live in a time of transition with my my kids. Uh, they're, they're growing up. They grew up here in San Pedro. We came here in 2005. Um, and some have gone on to school and some have come back. And uh, we, it, it kind of helps me look at San Pedro with new eyes when my kids are coming and going and I think about what life is like growing up here 
and has been like for them and what it might be like for them in uh, the season to come. So I definitely want to wish all of the listeners to Hello San Pedro a very Merry Christmas for those that celebrate it and a very Happy New Year. God bless. Hi, my name is John Bagakis. I'm the managing partner of Big Nick's Pizza and owner of The Corner Store. I'm also a proud Chamber of Commerce, San Pedro Chamber of Commerce board member. Quick recap of 2022 relevant to the San Pedro community from my perspective. To me, if you just take one thing, um, it's getting back to normal, getting back to reality with uh, in-person events and dinners with friends and, and social gatherings. That's something we didn't have in 2020 and very little of in 2021. So 2022 was great to get back to our San Pedro community events that we've loved for so many years, whether it be mixers or events at the Warner Grand or, you know, just big dinners and celebrations. One lesson I learned this year Uh, There was a lot of things to learn, but I think one was appreciate what you have. Um, You know, as we move into the future here in San Pedro, you know, we're going to get a lot of new things, but we're going to lose some things we've loved for a long time, whether it be restaurants, shops, um, you know, developments, uh, just things change. You know, unfortunately, we lose some some of our history, but uh, shiny new things to come and, and you have to be excited about that. One thing I would most like to see improved in San Pedro in 2023. Uh, to me, it's, 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 this answer could be every year, uh, a more cohesive sense of community. I, I still feel like we, we lack um, being together on a lot of things. We, we fight amongst ourselves, among things that we agree with, disagree with, and we just don't seem to come to that middle ground. Um, it's kind of a problem in this country right now, but... Um, you hate to see something so national even affect us locally. And it's not about politics, but it's about developments. It's about things that can be better in San Pedro, things that need improvement in San Pedro. Um, we as a people need to work together to make things happen. Instead of just bickering about it with each other, let's put our plans to action and put our ideas together for solutions. Uh, a highlight of the year for the San Pedro community Uh, To me, this is the easiest thing. If you took everything in San Pedro and said, what was the big event of the year? It has to be the West Harbor groundbreaking, something we've waited, I personally, 30 years for. um, And just that excitement of that day and walking the promenade that day and enjoying um, uh, a beverage and some food and, and live entertainment. It just was a great sneak preview of what's to come and how can you not be excited about that being the highlight of of this year and what's about to be the highlight for many years to come. Uh, What was the highlight of the year for me personally? For me personally, I'd have to say it started very early in the year with um, purchasing and becoming the owner of the Corner Store, uh, a 75-year tradition here in San Pedro. Really excited to keep that going and and keep it successful in the future. Um... But other highlights for me would include uh, just being successful in business. Uh, every year has has its difficulties, and uh, this was a tough year when it came to um, 
expenses and, and inflation and, and uh, cost of goods. But to be able to battle through all that and, and be successful is is exciting and, and really looking forward to 2023 when we can get those things back to normal a little bit. And I want to wish everybody a safe and happy new year. Always have fun. Be safe. Celebrate it with those you love and make 2023 the best you can make it. Cheers. Hello, I am Melissa Hay, the owner of Homemade by the Hayes. I also host the pop-ups that are sponsored by the San Pedro Today magazine. And I am the admin for the Facebook group page, San Pedro Small Business and Artisan page. Uh, Thanks for having me on the podcast. Um, I have been hosting pop-ups for the San Pedro today, um, one year as of December. So it's been rewarding to see how our community has been so welcoming and so supportive to these events. And we always have people asking, when is the next one? Um, And it's been so great to see people return to these events again and again. Um, I've hosted 10 events this year. And I'm pretty floored every time I see the support of this town. Like so many people come out and support these artists and makers. It's pretty cool. Um, I have been in other events as a vendor and the feeling of the connection, community and support doesn't, doesn't even come close to how Pedro people show up for its people, for its community. Um, we have something so special in this town and hosting these events have given me a front row seat as to how our town shows up for its people. So it's been pretty cool to, to see that. Uh, what's one lesson you have learned this year? You need to have support. Um, I've always been fiercely independent, but this year with the challenges of running three businesses at once, Um, a yoga business, the candle business, and then organizing these events. Um, I can't do it by myself, right? Like, it just wasn't sustainable. And I learned it's okay to ask for help. Um, I thought asking for help would make me weak. But in actuality, it made me stronger. Um, The support that I got made me feel like I could actually handle more. And knowing that I'm not alone and that I don't have to figure it all by myself, uh, hugely important. Um, We need people, good people, people who love and support us and to give us strength to keep going. Um, Because, you know, life gets tiring and there's challenges. And but when you have that support to keep you lifted, it's um, it's huge. What's the one thing you would like to see most improved in San Pedro in 2023? Um, Well, being that I'm a vendor, right? So I make candles and I'm at the events that I host. um, I would actually love more opportunities to vend in my hometown, right? Um, I would love to see a better farmer's market. Um, I'm not trying to knock the one we have, but you know, it's kind of small. Um, The location's been shifted around. And I don't, I don't have enough knowledge as to why that is or why there's not enough vendors. Um, 
you know, I'm not sure. And I know there's always challenges with things, but I would love to see, you know, like the whole sixth street blocked off and there's tons of vendors. I mean, we have it here. We have enough people to participate. So I would love to see our farmer's market grow um, and improve. The highlight for me was the Cabrillo Marina pop-up. I was so nervous about hosting that event, right? Cause it was the first time I wasn't attached to a business. Um, so I was worried like we had to pull that draw without having that, you know, the Tory man, which gets a lot of business in the corner store. So doing it on my own <clears throat> in a different location uh, was pretty nerve wracking, but I was um, so amazed and so happy to see that the event was so well attended. Um, I was blown away and to see families just hang out for hours, like being there three and four hours. Um, that's actually thanks to Amanda and Jess at the podcast. Um, they set up this really cool, inviting kids game area. Um, I saw families like sitting down with their kids, playing with the toys, sipping their coffee. Um, you know, Dustin Case, he's the musician. He was, you know, playing his smooth sounds and people were just sitting at the tables hanging out. And it was just beautiful to see in the in the, the location and the vibe. Um, thanks for coming out, Pedro. You guys really supported that event. And it was just a highlight for me. It was just a beautiful day altogether. Um, thank you. Uh, what was the highlight of the year for you personally? Yeah, being surrounded by strong, positive females. Um, the friendships that I have gained hosting these events is incredibly important to me. Um, I treasure their energy and their support um, that got me through this year when challenges, you know, arise, which they always will, right? There's always challenges, but having that support from strong, positive females, um, it means the world to me. So really grateful. You know who you are, people. You know who you are. Um so yeah, anyways, happy new year. Um, cheers to 2023. My name's Lee Williams and I run the Williams Group, a successful real estate team here in San Pedro, where we're known for being honest, committed, fun, and really focus on our community by giving where we live and uh, that means time, treasure, and focus to make our community better. A quick recap of 2022 uh, relevant to my San Pedro perspective. Um, I would say that the election was by far the, the biggest thing. It, it really is an opportunity for our community to bring more focus and progress for our Latinx, our Black, our Italian, our Croatian, and all of our various collections of historical communities here in San Pedro and the Harbor area than ever before. Also, it's it's not just about resources and opportunities, but it's about jobs. It's about honoring our histories and our varieties of culture that make our town unique. I think that's important. Um, our honest approach to addressing homelessness, to addressing mental health issues and drug abuse, all of those are super important. And then making sure the future of San Pedro includes and benefits San Pedrans, um, young and old. 
I, I think that the people that have the roots here should also have the biggest benefit from all the development that's happening here currently. I would have to say uh, one of the things I would like to see improved in 2023 here in San Pedro is more involvement in neighborhood councils. I, I think that um, sometimes the neighborhood councils can be isolated from the general consensus of what the community wants. And a lot of times that comes because the meetings are long and boring and it's mostly people just spouting out their agendas rather than really trying to articulate what they hear from the community and what um, they people would like to see. It's really unfortunate that you know, with 60 members-ish on the neighborhood councils, you only see a handful, maybe a dozen at public events on a regular basis. And so I, I would love to see the neighborhood councils really be more involved in the community in meaningful ways so that they are um, really addressing the concerns and the interest of their constituencies better. That's going to get me in trouble, isn't it? What is a highlight of 2022? I would obviously the election of Tim McCosker. I think that has been really important, um, but that's just one piece. I mean, he's one of 15 council members. Um, he has a great heart and he has a great partner in the form of Connie McCosker. Um, so I, I love the fact that we don't have to worry about that piece being something that falls short for San Pedro. I think that there's a lot of upside and a lot of momentum that's going to continue um, for San Pedro in meaningful ways. I'm really excited about that. And then uh, all the progress that has happened at the waterfront and the fact that we're finally seeing promises delivered in real ways for San Pedro and our future. Uh, I think the highlight for me personally is the fact that my wife is pregnant with our first child and um, all of the work that I do with the Boys and Girls Club and the San Pedro Chamber of Commerce and you know all the various charities and, and organizations I work with here in San Pedro has all been for the future of San Pedro and now uh, for me personally um, that is about to have a face in May when we welcome our daughter. I would just like to wish everyone a happy new year, a prosperous new year, and I hope it's filled with so much unexpected joy and love. for our episode follow us for more on instagram at hello sp podcast huge thanks to rock ashfields at palm realty boutique for providing us such a gorgeous recording space and thank you to all of our amazing patreon supporters leave us a review and share this episode with your friends neighbors and coworkers. see you next week